Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Lightning fans, you found the right show for everything you need to know about your favorite team in the NHL. It's the Lightning Insider Podcast with Eric Erlinson. Get ready for insight, historical perspective, interviews, and breaking news that comes from a reporter insider who's got near 20 years on the Tampa Bay Lightning beat. Now for the latest with the Lightning, here's Eric. Happy Monday. Welcome into lightninginsider.com, the podcast. Eric Erlinson from lightninginsider.com. As always, your host here, giving you some thoughts and observations coming off of Sunday's 6-3 victory against the Washington Capitals. A little bit of redemption, if you will, from what happened on Friday night. As I mentioned in the last podcast, uh, I was not available to be able to watch uh, Friday's game. I got the gist of it. I certainly saw what happened and and rewatched uh, some of the game as well. Uh, so I know how things went poorly for the Lightning in Friday's game and everything certainly in the first 20 minutes of the back half of the home and home series against Washington certainly went Tampa Bay's way. Big night for Mikhail Sergachev. Two goals, four points in the opening period and I'm going to try and remember the stat off the top of my head so I'm not 100% sure how uh, on point I am but I do know I believe since like the 1991-92 season somewhere in that range only two defensemen have registered four points in the first period of a game and Mikhail Sergachev is now one of them so a uh, big night for uh, number 98 on the back end, a big night for Cole Kepke, who gets his first career NHL goal in a bit of a odd play, odd situation because he was all alone down in front, uh, puck on his stick, uh, spun around to his backhand and, and flung one at the net. Uh, it hit uh, the stick of goaltender Charlie Lindgren, hit the post, actually hit the back camera, but I can tell you at at game speed, um, at full speed, it, it, it looked like it hit the post and came out because it came out so quickly coming off that back camera. Play continued, and Brandon Hagel actually scored on the same shift, uh, but after review, they went back and, and found that uh, Kepke's shot actually did enter the net. So he gets his first career goal in the NHL in a bit of an odd situation that uh, I don't recall seeing something like that before for a player's First NHL goal, but uh, good for Cole Kepke. A uh, good night for Brandon Hagel uh, as well. Uh, good night for Andre Vasilevsky until the final three minutes, but we'll talk about that uh, in in a little bit. Uh, as always, if you're not subscribed to my website and you want some incentive to do so, obviously I get into more detail um, in what I write and and what I produce. And if you haven't read. The story on Brandon Hagel. I encourage you to read it. He has a tattoo on his right arm 
and there's an incredible story behind it and how he lost two uncles within a year and a week of each other, uh, both both to suicide. Uh, so it's kind of uh, heart-wrenching um, and, and what it means for him to, to kind of keep them close to him uh, in that way. So, uh, again, go find that. It's, it's on the sliding scale on the first thing. It should be on the fourth panel uh, as it, it slides across or you can move it across or... Just click on Daily Charge, and, and you can find the story there again. Uh, again, I'm Brandon Hagel, um, and how his his family means so much to him, and you can tell his new hockey family uh, he's feeling more comfortable uh, in uh, in his game, and, and it's showing on the ice. So again, I encourage you to read that story. If you are not a subscriber yet and you want to read that story, I'm going to give you a ten dollar off promo code for the first year of a yearly subscription. It just put in podcast. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Just type in podcast, and I'll give you $10 off the first year of a yearly subscription. I, I know I keep harping on this, uh, so hopefully people are sharing this podcast and new people are listening to it, but uh, there's only two, two of us who cover the team on a regular basis, uh, outlets, and I'm one of them, so... Uh, if you like what I do, you like the podcast, um, you like my insight, everything else, that's an easy way to get great coverage from the most experienced member of the Lightning Media Corps. I have been doing this for a number of years. If you're not familiar with me, if you're listening to me the first time, you're checking me out for the first time, I have been covering this team since 2000, uh, full-time since 2001. Uh, so I've seen anything and everything imaginable with this team from the outhouse to the penthouse, back down to the outhouse, and, and now over the past half decade plus, uh, everything that's kind of gone on. So um, I, I have that experience if you're looking for the most experienced coverage of the team with valuable insights and everything else. So again, podcast is the coupon code to use at lightninginsider.com. All right. It was pretty obvious some of the frustration, if you will, or anger, you know, so many times you've heard me talk about it. I know Chief has talked about it, that this team is pretty good at at self-assessing their game. And coming out of Friday's game against Washington, they were not happy with their game. And I think you could sense that the morning of the game. You know, the team took a while to come out on the ice. Normally, game day, morning skate, you'll have a few guys who come out a few minutes early, kind of get out there, get their warms, uh, get their legs kind of warmed up a little bit. You know, somebody's dumping the pucks on the ice. Usually that's, you know, 10-20 or 10-50 or... But you could tell... You know they were they were a little late on the ice. Uh, I don't think first person Pierre Edward Belmar I think was the first person who stepped on the ice this morning, and it was just after ten thirty. So, you know that's usually a sign, a signal that you know maybe things aren't quite. Uh, you know there was something that was said. There was a meeting held before. That's that's kind of what that means. So you could get the sense that. They knew that they had to come out on Sunday and sort of play a better 
just give a better showing. You know, I, I, I was talking with Chief on the pregame skate show, which you can hear one hour before every game. We're, we're live at Cigar City Brewing Tap Room one hour before every home game, and then we're on the air one hour before every road game as well. But we were talking during the show about that just you, you felt that this this was a game that they they needed to win. It wasn't a must win. You know, we're 15 games into the regular season. You can't say must win. But in in watching the way they lost the game to Edmonton, you know, the way Friday went, even the game against Buffalo a week ago where they give up the go-ahead goal in the third period and then they have to come back and they end up, you know, score three unanswered goals to win that game by a score of 5-3. to three. It just, it wasn't lightning hockey. And for a good chunk of Monday's game, it was lightning hockey. And I think that you could sense that they felt that, that they needed to get to that level. And they did. They, you know, look, the PK was tremendous, I thought, tonight. And I'm going six for six, but they were so efficient in what they were doing with clearing pucks. They they didn't hesitate because a lot of times we've seen it this year. They hesitate. And you know, you have somebody right on top of you, they don't get the clear out, and it gets them in trouble. Well, tonight, puck was on stick, puck was out of zone. Puck was on stick, puck was out of zone. They didn't hesitate, they didn't waste time, they didn't look to make a play. You know, it's simplistic approach. But it's it's a lot of times it's the right and the perfect approach to just get rid of get the puck out of danger and go change. It's it's perfect PK, right? I mean, how many teams do that against Tampa Bay, right? Puck retrieval, puck clearance, and Tampa Bay takes its time and they're not able to get back in the zone. So that's kind of where they went to the point where the Capitals never really had an opportunity to set up in this game on the PK. And, and to kind of get back to their first period play and how efficient they were in their first period play. They had a 4 nothing lead before the Capitals had a shot on goal. It's not going to go that way every night, but that gives you the idea of how hungry they came out to put themselves in position to score those four goals, right? And it, it happened early in the game with, with Sergachev scoring early on. Nikita Kucherov scores a power play goal. Nick Perbix catches a break, throws a puck towards goal. It goes in off the skate of Eric Gustafson. And then Sergachev scores a second of the period again on the power play. So they score two on the power play. They're perfect on the PK. Four, four goals on the board before the Capitals get a shot on goal. So, great way to start. Great response coming out of Friday. Still a lot to work on. There's no doubt they are far, far, far from a finished product. And this kind of caught me by surprise a little bit, although it probably shouldn't, because I was waiting to see how the final part of the game 
was going to go and the way it was trending because the Lightning have yet this season to hold an opponent to two to fewer than two goals. And sure enough, it didn't happen again tonight. Not playing smart hockey down the final stretch. And you could tell John Cooper was annoyed by this. He said it in his post-game comments that wasn't happy with the final three minutes of the game. Just sloppy turnovers. You know, stuff that's plagued them at various times during this season. that popped up late in the game. Look, the result was not going to change. They were not going to blow this game. But you have to have the right mindset to finish off games like this and not leave your goalie out to dry. And they left Andre Vasilevsky out to dry in the final couple minutes. You know, we've seen this in the past where they're close to a shutout and it cost Vasilevsky a shutout and this one wasn't a shutout but it had the same feel to it because they had kept Washington to a goal Capitals didn't have a ton they, looked, they had a couple of good chances at the end of the first period but for the most part they did a really good job of neutralizing Washington's attack but you know, not closing it out the right way. Those are habits that you have to create. You have to create those type of habits. You've heard me talk about creating good habits and making things instinctual and, you know, when you've got new systems and everything to, to the point where you're not thinking, you're just playing. And it, that's that you have to do that in games like tonight too. It's, that's, those are winning habits, and the way they closed out this game was not a winning habit. It was not a winning habit at all. Because it was, again, just bad turnovers, a bad parts of the ice, and Washington made a pay for it. And it looks bad on Andre Vasilevsky, whose numbers this year are not Andre Vasilevsky-like numbers. Got a save percentage hovering around 900 Goals against north of three. And a lot of it is because of the situations that the players tend to put Vasilevsky in from time to time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Don't be left out. Make sure you subscribe to the Lightning Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else where podcasts are found. Now, here again is Eric. So not a very good final couple of minutes of the game. Uh, it did result in Nick Paul adding an empty net goal, but not at the expense of your goaltender. You don't want to do that. Uh, interesting sort of situation coming on here with the team, too, because Zach Bogosian is getting close 
And in fact, John Cooper said uh, after the morning skate that while the f- the initial thought was maybe after Thanksgiving, which would mean the road trip at the end of this month, Bogosian might be ready to come back. But he now said maybe before Thanksgiving. And we've only got a few more games left before Thanksgiving. Tuesday, they host the Dallas Stars. Thursday, it's Calgary. Saturday, they're at Nashville before the Boston Bruins come to town the Monday of Thanksgiving week. Uh, So in those four games, it sounds like there's a chance, there's an outside chance that Zach Bogosian could be ready to come back. And with Eric Chernak missing the game tonight after blocking a shot in the end of the game on Friday, Cal Foote, of course, out of the lineup after that nasty hit by Nicholas Obey-Kubel to uh, the blindside hit that landed a three-game suspension for Obey-Kubel. Cal Foote, they're both listed as day-to-day. But what that did tonight was give, again, Hayden Fleury and Philippe Myers an opportunity to get into the lineup because a decision's going to have to be made. First and foremost, you're not carrying nine active defensemen. You're not scratching three defensemen a night. It's just not going to happen. So somebody, there's a roster decision that's going to have to be made there. Now, you know Myers has already cleared waivers once, which he did at the start of the regular season before the final rosters were turned in. And Hayden Fleury is, uh, is you know, making $750,000, whatever it is. Um, you know, so those are your two potential candidates that when Bogosian comes back, you know, where... Where are you making that roster move? So that that decision is looming, and it's looming soon. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that over the next handful of games leading up to Thanksgiving uh, a week from Thursday. And they pick up off of waivers Rudolph Balsers, who was with Florida. He's also spent time with San Jose as well as Ottawa was on the ice this morning for morning skate, did not play in the game. You know, John Cooper saying that, uh, look, anytime you bring in uh, a player off waivers such as this, you know, it it does kind of put others at notice, right? It, It does give them an extra forward. They've been carrying 12 forwards for a good chunk of the season to this point. They've dressed 11 and 7 a couple of times. But Balsers comes in with NHL experience. He's got north of 150 games of NHL experience. He's got a little offense to his game. He's got 27 career goals. He's got some jam to his game, some energy to his game. And we'll see where he fits in the lineup. I would expect that he'll see the ice at some point uh, this week. I don't imagine they're just going to not play him at all and give him an opportunity to play, you know, but where does he fit in? Because, you know, you haven't seen a ton of production from the quote-unquote bottom six forwards, right? Cole Kepke got his first goal tonight. Vlad Domestikov still does not have a goal this season. Corey Perry has a couple, but he hasn't scored in a while. Uh, Pat Maroon does not have a goal. Pierre-Edouard Belmar does not have a goal. Uh, in fact, Maroon tonight just picked up his second point of the season. He had the secondary assist on the Kepke goal. 
So, you know, Balzers, I'm sure, comes in with a opportunity to maybe inject something into this lineup with his experience and the energy that he brings. So who comes out? You know, John Cooper was asked, you know, does this kind of maybe give Cole Kepke some incentive you know, as the quote-unquote 12th Ford is the only guy who doesn't have to clear waivers if they want to make a roster move forward-wise. And he said, why are you why are you singling him out? Why are you saying that he might be the guy that's out? He said, everybody. There should be a number of players who kind of have their, their radar up, so to speak, their antennas up, so to speak, in how, you know, they approach this. And I think that was a direct comment toward, you know, what's going on with, with, with the bottom six forwards on this team who are just not producing. And as evidence tonight, those guys were out on the, lo- on the ice in the final stages of this game, and they didn't close it out right. So, you know, and we are talking about players who are experienced, who know how to win games, who have helped this team win games. They've helped other teams win games in the past. You know, if 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 Balsers comes in, who comes out? Because I'm not sure it's Kepke. I'm not sure it's Kepke. So, you have to wonder who who does this who does this land on. I, you're not taking Corey Perry out, I don't think. I'm not sure Pat Maroon comes out, and I know there's probably some people who say, Eric, you're crazy to think that. But, you know, Maroon is the guy, he's still, Maroon is still a, an emotional leader on this team, right? He's the one that went after uh, Hathaway, Tonight, after Hathaway put a hit on Kepke along the boards, you know he—he's the one who sort of started the kerfuffle after the hit on Foot on Friday. So there's still an emotional part in this locker room that Pat Maroon provides, and I don't wonder then if this—you start to peer over at Pierre Edouard Belmar in this situation, even though he's a main penalty killer, but I don't think it's any coincidence that Belmar dropped the gloves tonight. It wasn't, it wasn't a major fight, but you know, him and Matt Irwin, uh, you know, after that whole thing that, that happened in front of the Washington bench, it's, you know, Belmar stood up and he was the one who dropped his gloves first. So he was looking for it. I don't, I don't think that's a coincidence here. Um, with with where things might be trending with Belmar. Uh, so, you know, internal competition is never a bad thing. It pushes players to be better. And, you know, those bottom six guys have been playing a little bit better. Not necessarily producing offensively, but they are, they've been on the ice for a lot of goals against. And I think that's why you probably saw Kepke and Perry switch. Perry moved up to the line with Nemestikov and Colton tonight while Kepke dropped down to play with Maroon and Belmar. But I don't think Ballsters is going to sit. 
I think if you make a, a claim on a player like that, you have to at least give them an opportunity to see what they can do. So we'll keep our eye on that here over the coming uh, days uh, to see. I, it, look, it's not a it's not a controversy, but they are sometimes there are hard decisions that need to be made, and those are decisions that, that the team, the coaching staff, are going to have to make about if Balzers comes in, who comes out. So again, we'll we'll keep our uh, close eye on that over the coming days. And, and see where things land with everything uh, after uh, after a 6-3 win. A, 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 a needed win, a good win, not a perfect win, but no win is perfect uh, unless you're the one raising the Stanley Cup at the end of the season, and then it just looks pretty no matter what. So um, a good effort all around, especially for the first two periods plus of this game, uh, very efficient showing for Tampa Bay. Uh, just need to clean up areas again. Some of the same areas that we keep saying they need to clean up still need to be cleaned up. But certainly a step in that direction, I think, for Tampa Bay tonight on, a, on more than a couple of levels. So those are positive signs that the team is building things the way they want to, the way they need to, the way that they should to be a good team. So... We'll look ahead to the Dallas game on Tuesday. The Stars coming off a big victory against uh, the Philadelphia Flyers on Sunday afternoon. Uh, They've been kind of rolling a little bit. Uh, They kind of had their game going. Jason Robertson is off to a great start. Jake Ottinger um, is uh, is a big part of that team. I know he's been injured. Uh, So it will be the Stars in here on Tuesday. That will be a 7 o'clock game. Don't forget me and Chief. On the pregame skate show, you can listen to that. If you have an HD capable radio, it's 102.5 HD channel 2. It's called The Strike. And if you don't have that, go to the TuneIn network, whether it's the app or whether it's tunein.com. Search Lightning Power Play 24 7. Sorry, scratch that. Lightning Radio 24 7. And you can listen to the stream of that. Again, we're on the air. One hour before puck drop, so 7 o'clock puck drop. We'll be on the air at 6. Again, home games, we're live at the Cigar City Brewing Tap Room. Road games, uh, we're on the air one hour before puck drop as well as Tampa Bay plays game number two of a three-game homestand on Tuesday hosting the Dallas Stars. All right, any questions you guys have, always hit me up on Twitter. Ask EE is the hashtag. Uh, I'll find it there. Uh, Again, the podcast promo code at lightninginsider.com. Don't forget about that Brandon Hagel story that's up there. Uh, Very kind of Brandon to share that story with me and and share it with you guys. Uh, I think that's uh, incredible uh, stuff for a player to talk about. And uh, he's obviously very proud of his family uh, and to keep them close to him so I encourage you to read about how all that translates into Brandon Hagel's play on the ice so far during this season his first full season with Tampa Bay all right I will uh, plan to check back in with you after the game against Dallas on Tuesday until then talk to you soon save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.